0: So let, let's go to this like this million dollar, 12 month period.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: First month, do you remember what the sales were?
1: I want to say it was like 20 something thousand. The first 20 month.
0: something thousand.
1: Yeah.
0: Off yeah. of ordering manufacturers off of Alibaba, yep. taking it to a printer to print it. 20 grand.
2: 20 grand. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven-day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com
0: and three two one
2: you're listening to the real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shands. Let's get it.
0: Welcome to another edition uh, of the Social Proof Podcast where we find people who have social proof, meaning they've actually built something and they can teach you how they've done it. And I'm so super, super excited and honored because I hit you and I hit Jason, then I hit you again, then I hit Jason again. I'm like, yo, set it up with your wife, man. She needs me on the show. So, uh, Miss Halani, Miss Two Weeks Out, how are you? Yes, I'm
1: good. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah. Let me tell you something. Can I tell you a
0: secret? Absolutely. I
1: didn't want to do it.
0: Really? That's why. I was about to say, she ain't replied to me and then Jason was like, oh, I'll tell her. Uh, She don't want to do it.
1: Jason was like, Call David. Hit David up. Mm. I was like, okay. Did you call David? Did you you message David? (laughs) No. Do it. You need to make me do it.
0: Well, that's awesome. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate you. (laughs) So, why did you not want to do an interview? I don't
1: know. You know, I think it's just... E commerce is so new to me. Mm-hmm. And so when I have to talk about it, I get so nervous about it. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't seem too nervous on your social media. I'm not honest.
1: nervous on my social media.
0: But when I'm people not. ask you about like the business, it's like, why do you think? Why do you think? I
1: guess because I'm so new. I'm so new. And so it's like, you know, I can tell you what works for me, mm-hmm. which I mean, that's what it's about. You yeah, know, what sure. works for me. But at the same time, I don't want people to look at me like um an expert because I'm not that yet. Mm. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. And so, you know, like when I did um, Earn Your leisure I'm like oh my god (laughs) I don't do this you know and and I I always feel good when Jason's with me Mm -hmm. because I'm like you know where when I don't necessarily have the answers he does Mm because he's been I mean he's been an entrepreneur for way Mm -hmm. longer than I have you know I'm new to this game. Yeah. And so I always kind of like, you know, when people ask me to do things, I'm like, okay, you know, I want to do it, but not really. Yeah, I so feel I, had, you. I had to step out of my comfort zone and come sit with you today. Yeah.
0: It's all, here's what's cool. This is going to be really comfortable because you've amassed like an amazing amount of success in a short period of time. So, it's not always about like teaching, do this first, this second, but I'm probably just going to get into your story. Okay. And that you don't have to be nervous about because you know your story. Yeah. And people pull their own principles out of the story. So, we were talking about like kind of like the most popular podcast and 90% of Wall Street Trapper's uh, video is his story. Okay. The last few minutes we get into like stocks and understanding stuff like that, but people are so inspired by the story. So, I do want to know how your business you did what like a million dollars in 12 months or something like that crazy <laughs> and you still have a job
1: and I still have a job this is crazy a so we're gonna job. jump into
0: this so <laughs> I'm going to allow you to introduce yourself if you will
1: yes I am Halani Lobdell this is two weeks out on IG okay 38 years old um wife mother um fire battalion chief for DeKalb County 18 years in mm. and now a successful entrepreneur Amazing. body envy my baby so yeah
0: wow so 18 years as a fire You're not a firefighter. You're like a... I don't want to disrespect it.
1: (laughs) I'm still a firefighter. I mean, I can get in there and still do what I need to do if I have to, but... Like, house
0: burning down, you're on the scene.
1: I'm on the scene, but I'm in command now. Mm. So I'm the one that's outside, like, hey, go do this, go do that. You know, I'm giving assignments on the radio. Mm. I'm accountable for everybody that's on that scene Mm. to make sure they're safe and everybody goes home. So, you know... I don't physically do the work anymore, but I used to. And I used to drive the trucks, too. Really?
2: Yes.
0: How did you get into that? Because you look at, like, who you are. You're like, you're almost like, um, I don't know. I don't want to use the word diva or, like, you (laughs) seem like... The, the the boss model type, you don't think, yo, she's a firefighter. Yeah. It, How'd you get into it?
1: I was going to Georgia State for sports mm-hmm. medicine. My mom called me one day. She was like, um, the Cape County's advertising for firefighters on the news. I was bored, mm-hmm. too. And she was like, I could see you doing that. I'm like, all right, so I just applied. Didn't know nothing about it. Applied. Were you looking for a
0: job or?
1: No, I was in college. I was working at Sears Credit Center doing mm-hmm. skip tracing. Little part-time job or whatever mm. while I'm going to Georgia State. I'm okay, you know. I wasn't. I'm. I was content, but I was a little bored with the skip tracing thing. Mm. And she knew I wanted some form of excitement. But mm. I was going to school for sports medicine, so two totally different gotcha. fields. Okay. So, you know, she told me they were hiring and I'm like, well, you know, I'll try it. I was 19 years old. I'm like, what can I lose? Mm -hmm. Applied. It took a whole year to go through the process. When I got on, I was 20. Mm -hmm. Got all my training. Still there to this day. 18 years later. Wow. Yeah.
0: So you graduated college.
1: I did not. You did not. Well, I did in 2003. Okay. Not at that time. Okay. No. Okay. I had to, um, I actually dropped out. Dropped out, Mm -hmm. went to um, the fire academy because that's that's a full time job. So Mm -hmm. I went to the fire academy and stuff, got into the fire service and I ended up getting my degree online, not even through Georgia State. Really? Yeah.
0: In sports medicine, though?
1: No. In um, fire science management.
0: Because you were already a firefighter? Because
1: I was already a firefighter. I wanted it to be, you know, something that I could utilize within the fire service. Mm -hmm. And that's also required to move up in rank.
0: They gotcha. want you to have a degree Gotcha.
1: because you're moving out of the physical work and now you're looking into more administrative. So they want you to aspire to do more educationally within right, the fire right. service. So that was required for me to move up in rank. And so, yeah, so I did complete my degree, but I'm mm. not in sports medicine.
0: Right. And so like you are always career minded. I'd, I'd assume mm-hmm. you weren't like entrepreneurial at all.
1: No, I was so oh. against it.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. So that opens <laughs> up a whole nother can of worms because you're seeing this husband of yours trying and just not getting it right.
1: Listen, <laughs> and that's what made me so against it. That's what mm. made me so, so literally... Jason has always been an entrepreneur, always. And you know, he had his times where we did really, really well mm. with his different ventures that he did. And then he had times where he really set us back. Yeah. And the fire department is what kept us afloat because I knew what my checks were going to be every mm. other week. And so that's what kept us going. And so I would look at his setbacks and I'm like, we in this position because you don't want to get a job. You want to work for yourself. And I had like, you know, just in the back of my mind, I'm like, you can't, con- you can control your money, but when things go bad, you know, you just, you have nothing to fall back on it's just Mm -hmm. you so I was totally against it but the crazy thing is is that my mom had a daycare facility for years really yes so she was an entrepreneur and did very well did very very well but I just I was so against it I'm like I want to know how much money I'm gonna make every two weeks I want my pension Mm -hmm. I want my benefits you know I like stability and that's just how I'm still to this day I'm like that I like stability Mm -hmm. so I was like nah I'm going to work this fire department right, job. Right, right, You go out there and you be the entrepreneur and you can dip and dab in all these different fields. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sit back here and do this.
2: Mm.
0: So was there tension in the relationship because of that?
1: The most tension I think we had was 2005 mm-hmm. when it was his, not 2015, not 2005, 2015, which was his worst year, which I think he spoke about yeah. on the podcast yeah. with you, um, where we almost lost our house. Mm. He did lose his car and I was sitting back like, what are we going to do? Yeah. It was a bad time. and. So So there was a little tension, a little resentment for that Mm -hmm. situation because I'm like, we got kids, you know, me and you, we can thug it out. We got these kids.
0: So So are you saying, yo, go get a job? And he say no. Or was it like, what was the the conversation like?
1: The conversation was figure it out because I knew he wasn't going to get a job. I knew he wasn't. I know him. He's not getting a job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, figure it out. But I always knew because he always did figure it out, yeah. always figured it out. So I'm like, make this work, get us into a position where we need to be. And he did. Yeah. He did. And, you know, I'm thankful for the hustler mentality that he has, mm-hmm. because without that, I mean, I'm able to do what I'm doing now as a result of him, yeah. you know. But there was a little, yeah, there was yeah. a little tension, a little resentment like this dude, Man, right. just don't oh, get a job. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> so you, you pretty much held down the household for that period, right? Just to, yeah. to make sure the money was coming in. Yeah. So like did you did you like consider from his end did, did you did you sense any hurt from him like from I'm the man but my lady gotta hold it down right now. Did you feel any of that?
1: Yeah I did because we were in never been in a situation we were about to lose our home you know and so we've been in situations before where we might not be able to go out to dinner or something like that but that's minor you know we still we're eating we've got a place to live but now our our shelter is in jeopardy so I know he did sit back like dang you know I'm relying on her right now but at the end of the day that's what marriage is about
0: Yeah. if you can't
1: rely on me then who else can you rely on you should be able to rely on me you know so although I didn't appreciate the situation we were in, but that's my responsibility as his wife, as his compliment, yeah. to support him during this time. And so that's what I did, you know.
2: So mm.
0: yeah. My my friend uh, Michelle, shout out to Michelle, she has a show called Entrepreneur Wives. And she kind of interviews people who um, their wives and their husbands are entrepreneurs and the things that the woman deals with, right? Have you ever um have you ever felt any sort of way in terms of like this my husband is this this figure, right? and maybe like some of the insecurities maybe from maybe like because he's, he's in an industry of like women everywhere. Yeah. what are what's going on internally with you? Nothing. Mm-hmm.
1: My thing is this I. I feel like it's a privilege to be married to me.
0: Mm.
2: I feel
1: like, you know, I hold it down in all respects. Yeah. And so I get asked that all the time, I'm like, how do you feel? You know, he's around women on a daily, mm. you know, and I'm like, I don't feel any kind of way. And and I know his response, you know, he's always like, well, have you seen my wife? <laughs> 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 so forget
0: her. Ah, and you seen who's at right. my
1: house. So, right, right. you know, and so... You know, I'm not gonna say that I haven't seen, he might post the IG story and I'm like, "Mm -mm." Mm mm-mm. I'll hit him up like, take it down. (laughs) 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 I might even respond to the story like, nope. Take it down right. and he'll take it down, you mm-hmm. know, or if he, you know, we might go back and forth like what's wrong with this? And I'm like, you zooming in too much, you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the delete, it,
1: delete it, you know, and so he respects me enough, even though he might not agree. Yeah. It's like we're working out. Nah, I don't need to see her behind all over the screen. Delete it. And so, you know, he'll delete it. But as far as, you know, insecurities. I got over that.
2: Yeah.
1: I did initially, you know, prior to him being in the fitness industry, just early on in the marriage, I had some insecurities just because of my childhood and mm. watching my parents dynamic. You know, and they ended up divorced when I was 16. Yeah. I have um, a little brother from my dad's extramarital affair, mm. and so, you know, with the fire service, I'm gone 24 hours. Yeah. So when I leave at 6 o'clock in the morning, I don't come back home until I don't get off until 6 Sheesh. o'clock the next day. And so just imagine being young, married and you have no, we have no kids or nothing. So mm. literally I'm gone for 24 hours. He's doing whatever he wants in my all right. mind.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> right. And the mind will wander. The mind
1: will wander. So yeah. I will call him all day. Where are you? Who's that in the background? Who's that talking? Mm. What's that music? You know? Yeah. And so I had insecurities back then and he told mm. me one day, he was like, listen, I'm talking to you as your friend, not as your husband. If I'm gonna cheat on you, I could be sitting right next to a chick and tell you I'm at my mama's house. You right. know, he was like, you know, I'm not I'm not who you're trying to paint me to be so you're stressing yourself you're stressing me stop it yeah. and that really helped me you know now we'll be married 19 years in january congrats, coming up congrats. thank you and so that helped me so the insecurities i'm like for what yeah. it's a privilege to be married to me
0: for sure for sure i, I just know like sometimes um like even my wife's or my friends wife it's just like almost territorial a little like i know my husband's not going to do anything but from a woman's perspective i always wanted to like kind of ask a woman that, and i've never built i never felt comfortable asking until right now so thank you i appreciate that
1: <laughs> you're welcome so, and i make my presence known too yeah so when i'm a, you know if i'm in the gym and he's training clients you just speak to me yeah i'm his wife that's just what we, we're gonna yeah. speak to each other you know so For if sure. i find that you're kind of shading me then i might look at you sideways like why would you not speak to me right you train with my husband right you know you're in my establishment why would you yeah. not speak you know, that might be a conversation like, what's up with your girl? Why is she not, you know? Mm-hmm. But outside of that, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where I just had to get out of that mindset of any insecurity whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Because it's just circumstances you can't control. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to do my part as long as I do what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. If you decide you're going to do otherwise, that's on you.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think that helps a lot of just wives that are watching right now. I mean... You're attracted to a man that like can go move and shake, but a lot comes with that, right? Yeah. So the fact that you're saying I need I just need to be mature enough and know who I am, right? Not necessarily focused on everybody else. Let me know who I am and the relationship that I have. And it's just beautiful. You guys been together on well, married for almost 19 years. Yeah. so that is amazing. Yeah,
1: thank you. Yeah. What is the
0: toughest part about marriage?
1: For me. It is being submissive for me because I have a very strong personality and because of my position at work where I'm in a leadership role. And so a lot of times I come home and I'm still in that mode. Mm -hmm. He's like, you don't run nothing around here. You run nothing around. He used to tell me that shirt comes off when you enter this garage. So don't come in here with this, you know, do this, do this, do that. No, I run this household. And I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because that's
1: what, I want a man. You know, I don't want somebody that's going to allow me just to just run the household. Mm -hmm. That's not what I married you for, you know. And so um, for me, that's the hardest part is understanding when to be quiet. Mm -hmm. Shut your mouth, Helani. You know, just be quiet and let him do what a man does. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can overstep my boundaries, so to speak, at times with just speaking up at times when I don't need to. Like, let him handle it. Mm -hmm. But he puts, he he checks me. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and okay. I'm okay with that. I'm right, okay right. with it. You know, check me. Respect.
0: It's so important that Black voices are represented in Black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of Black uh, voices and influencers from Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, "Black Stories, Black truths "Black Stories, Black truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts.
2: Hopefully,
1: but I'm good with you.
0: And I'm not going to ask about the times so you check him because <laughs> we just keep it all because <laughs> right. I know that happens. Okay, but um, so for for 18 years as a fire in in the fire department, yes. right? And your whole goal is just kind of moving up the corporate ladder, right? Mm-hmm. Why is my heart <laughs> Uh, so the whole goal is moving up the corporate ladder, right? right? And you're um, obviously surrounded around entrepreneurship. Did you start to consider it maybe like midway through? I'm thinking nine, 10 years, 11 years through. Did Did you become an entrepreneur? Yeah. mm -mm. Still no. No. no, Even after you see like all the success of your spouse. just Mm
1: -hmm. I was like, that's good for him. You know, and and just having the personality that he has, I thought that played a major role in his success. And I'm like, that's just, it's just not for me. I never, ever considered it until last year.
0: Mm. So you consider it, you do it a million dollar first year. Okay, so now walk me through the process of, okay, I'm getting out of the mindset of being here, this career, 18 years, what sparked it?
1: So, you know, first and foremost, as in a fire service, you're not going to make a lot of money. You're just not. You risk it all and you do it just because, you know, you, you like what you do. You love 18
0: you years. You, I mean, you got to be making a couple dollars, 18 years. I'll
1: make a little something, right. but not to risk my life.
0: Yeah, true. It's
1: not. And then when you when you look at the surrounding areas and what they make at the same rank, it's like, wow, because we're severely underpaid. especially. What do you in mean by department. the
0: surrounding areas?
1: So I'm in DeKalb County and the surrounding Metro Atlanta counties, So Gwinnett, Cobb, Atlanta, those um, different departments, when you look at say what a battalion chief, which is my rank, what those battalion chiefs make is like, dang. Really? We we get paid less, but we're busier.
0: You get paid from like a, a neighboring county.
1: Yes. They make more money than we do, but we are, we are ranked nationally in the top 10 DeKalb County in terms of how busy we are, our call volume, but we get paid less than the surrounding Metro Atlanta departments. So I started looking at my check and I'm like mm. it does not add up it just does not add up and on top of that you know with social media people were sending me year on a regular yeah, basis yeah. sending me stuff hey you know can you post it? And I don't do paid promo. Yeah. Just send it to ever. me. Ever, ever. Because I like for my followers to know that if I post it, it's truly because I like it and it mm. works. So if I post a skincare product, it's because it worked for me. Right. If I post a, a workout outfit, you know, at that time, it was because I really like it. Yeah. Not because somebody's paying me. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it could become, it's not authentic. It can yeah. become unauthentic if someone's paying you. Yeah, sure. So that's not what I wanted my followers to see. So I've never charged for promo. When people ask me, I won't charge for it. But they're mm. still saying Sending me this gear. And there was one company in particular that was sending me stuff and I'm like they're sending me stuff constantly which means I'm making the money when I post it. Mm-hmm. And it just made sense for the simple fact that fitness is truly our business. That's yeah. our bread and butter. Not the fire department but right, right. what we've accomplished in the fitness industry. So I'm like you know it just makes sense for me to start my own line. Mm. I was scared. What were you scared of? I was scared of failing. I was scared that I would not have the time to devote towards building my brand. Mm-hmm. So in my mind I'm like I didn't want to start this and a year later it's gone like gotcha. where did her where did her brand go where did her line go
0: because of your busy schedule with the kids and being yes. wife, your career
1: yes I mean I was spread really really thin and I'm like there's no way I have the time to do this and like I said just the fear of it all because I'd never done anything yeah. on my own before yeah. you know everything was either under Jason's umbrella or it's the fire service yeah. you know nothing on my own and so I'm like I don't think I should do this it took me a year to do
0: it a year to so you're thinking about it you're still shouting everybody out but it takes you a year to actually just get over the fear and do it and do it.
1: And what ended up doing that, shout out to Miss Um, She hit me up on, in my DM on IG. And she says, sis, she said, I don't know if what you're promoting is yours and you're just not telling anybody. Mm-hmm. But if it's not, you need to start your own. And that mm-hmm. was like confirmation for me. Yeah. Because she's super successful in her field, you know? And I'm like, people are seeing that I'm helping these other brands. Yeah. You know? And so I told Jason, I was like, dang, I think I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I did. Literally, I acted almost immediately. I went to work, was on shift for my LLC. Mm-hmm. Went online. Yourself? Myself. Gotcha. Went online, started ordering sample pieces. And I told him, I'm like, I'm launching on October 27th, last year, 2019.
0: When was this? Like, around what time? It was September. September. And you picked October 27th. Why October 27th?
1: because I knew when my pieces were coming in Mm -hmm. and I'm like, it's just gonna make, it was a Sunday. I'm like, it's just gonna make sense on that day. And I had to give myself some form of deadline or else I was gonna procrastinate. Were you
0: ordering samples or you were ordering actual like pieces to sell?
1: I started off with samples, which came, and then I started doing a bulk order. And at that time I was flying up to New York doing live rescue on Mm A&E. And so I had this play money from live rescue. So I was like, I'm just gonna use this money from live rescue and use that to purchase my shipment. Mm. So when the samples came, I saw the quality was good. I'm like, all right, use this money. Go ahead, order my actual bulk orders. Mm -hmm. They came in, took them to somebody to have my logo pressed on it. And I'm like, October 27th, I'm going live with it.
0: Amazing. How long did it take you from the time you ordered for the samples to come in? Was it like a week or two weeks or something like that? It was about a week and a half. A week and a half. They get
1: the samples out to you like that of course, they want you to buy.
0: Right. (laughs) Were you like looking at other companies? Did you get samples from a bunch of people or just one? You just kind of got lucky. said, yo, I'm going to go to the here.
1: So I was using Alibaba, mm-hmm. which I know you're familiar with, and I would go on there, I would see something I like, and I would, you know, send them a message. Mm-hmm. So I had all different manufacturers yeah. I was working with. It was just, let me see, because I didn't know anything. Mm. You know, I'm literally doing this stuff blind. I'm like, okay, I know to go to this site, I'm gonna go to this freaking site, and yeah. I'm just gonna do it. And so I had all different manufacturers that I was getting stuff from. Came in, the quality was good, and I'm like, I'm just gonna order from in bulk from you because I got the sample from you. I don't mm. operate do that now. Of course, but <laughs> but that's
0: dope. Like that, that's so exciting. I have an idea. I'm just gonna order some samples. Oh wow, I like the samples. I'm gonna sell them. Yep. Let's go at it.
1: Let's do it. And that's what I did. I I launched that morning. And let me back. Any up. business
0: plan, like strategy, no. like
1: no, no. I'm gonna back up for you real quick because really, what made me see the power of e-commerce. So you know, at my gym, I teach a class, Glute Camp, on mm. Saturday mornings, and so. I ordered these latex bands to sell at my class. Mm -hmm. That's how this whole thing really started, truly. I ordered these latex bands, I mean these um, fabric bands because I had latex bands. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, they roll, I'm gonna order these fabric ones. So I went online, Alibaba, Mm -hmm. got all these samples brought to me so I could test them out, sent to me, found it, had the logo put on it, which was Glute Camp at the Mm -hmm. time, at the loft, that's what I said. And got them in, put them in my story on IG, just like, hey, got the bands in, I'm gonna have my class on Saturday. People started hitting me up, like, how can I purchase? How can I purchase? Jason was like, set up a Shopify. I was like, what's Shopify?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love this story more and more as it goes on.
1: I'm so, so ignorant to it all. all right. I'm like, what's Shopify? He's like, Google it. So I'll pull it up and I see, you know, it's the e commerce platform? Mm. Literally, I took. I had two bands. I took them, put them on the floor in my closet, took a picture of it, set up the Shopify account. It took me every bit of five minutes. Like with your cell phone? Yes. (laughs) Everything with my cell phone. Put it online. Reposted in my story with the swipe up, so they could go and purchase. Went to bed. Woke up the next morning. It was like maybe four hours later because I had to go to work mm-hmm. and I had made four hundred and something dollars off the mm-hmm. bands while I was sleeping. So I told Jason I woke him up when I was getting ready to go to work and I'm like, I made four hundred dollars in you know, the last four hours. And so he was like, really? Which, of course, was double what I had spent already on mm-hmm. the bands. So gotcha. I'm like, I already made my money back right. and I still had more. Yeah. I sold out of them in 24 hours. And I'm mm-hmm. like, forget the class. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. And so then, you know, with, with what the the, the um, message I got from Miss Conceited, and it just mm. made sense. I'm like, just do it. Yeah. Just go for it. You know, I don't like to be uncomfortable. I told you I like stability. Yeah. And so I really, really had to step out of my comfort zone and say, just go for it. Yeah. If you fail, you fail. But you're not going to fail. Yeah. You're not. there. I don't know failure.
0: Yeah. You know, it's so crazy. Like, what allowed people, what made people buy those bands? Was it like stuff? was it just your personality the way you're marketing beforehand like why do you think they bought them did you like did you tell them all the stuff that it does or what
1: no i literally posted a picture of them i think because people trust me mm-hmm. because like i told you i don't do paid didn't promo, do pay
0: promo yeah. so
1: literally if i put it out there it's truly because i believe in it and i had built up my own personal brand the mrs yeah. two weeks out brand i had already built that up which I think is major when you're trying to build a brand, build yourself up first if possible, you know? So you build that trust, you build that rapport with your followers. So when you present a product, they buy into you. Mm. So when I put that out there and it was mine, something that it was me, but endorsing this, it was like, yeah, Mm. I'm gonna buy it because she's saying it's Mm. good. And that's how it started. And so it was the same thing with my line Body Envy. Literally when I launched that Sunday and I was like, hey, everybody. How many
0: pieces did you, so you got the samples. I like it. Yep. Then you ordered bulk order. You took all the orders and you went to get them printed. Yes. How many pieces was it? Do you remember?
1: So I don't remember exactly. I know I had like maybe seven different sets Mm -hmm. that I ordered. And I want to say I ordered like 20 in each size. That Mm -hmm. was it. I didn't go too crazy because remember I told you I was scared. Right, right. I didn't know if it was going to work or not. (laughs) So I'm like, I'll be safe. I'm going to get 20 in each size. And so... I did and um, sold out so fast. Mm. Sold out so fast when I launched and um, literally that was a problem for a month. Why? The inventory. I was selling out of everything so quick. I would post it and it would be gone in 24 hours. Wow. And at first it was cute. Yo,
0: there's a, every, like every episode there's like this one guy <laughs> that just comes around. He it's makes his name cra- Oh my gosh. He be pulling I'm like, what y'all talking about? This guy. killing He
1: wants me. to be a part, you need to name him because he <laughs> wants to be a part of your
0: podcast. Right. For sure, it is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So, what about the manufacturer? Did, did they stay consistent? Were they still on their job? Or
1: So, with it now, back then, I was using different ones. Mm. You know, I literally was just seeing things I like, buying it.
0: Oh, so it wasn't one manufacturer. No. It's like, yo, I like this from them. Yep. I like this from them. And you'll order it.
1: And I'm ordering it. Mm. And so during that time, um, you know, I saw the different quality with the different manufacturers. And I was like, okay, I'm not using them anymore. I'm going to use this one. So I started working with one exclusively. And then um, I started finding that I needed to customize my pieces, not just order what was readily available. And Mm. so then I had to shop around for some different manufacturers. Um, So now I have two that I utilize that does the actual custom pieces. Oh, so you
0: can create it and say, okay, I want the the stripes on the wrist and I want the zebra. Okay, gotcha pocket
1: here I want the logo like this I want this material Mm. I want this hood you know I can do that now right? versus right. before I was just ordering. So I found that I had certain sets and so did everybody else.
0: Well, mm-hmm. because oh, a lot of people were using the same manufacturers. Same
1: manufacturers. Wow. And so, you know, even now we still run into that because everything is not necessarily custom. Mm-hmm. But I'm moving now to everything mm-hmm. being custom. So we separate ourselves from the masses.
0: Got you. Got you. So let, let's go to this like this million dollar 12 month period. Mm-hmm. First month. Do you remember what the sales were?
1: I want to say it was like 20-something thousand, the first
0: 20-something thousand. Yeah. Off of ordering manufacturers off of Alibaba, taking it to a printer to print it, 20 grand.
1: 20 grand. 20 grand. And- What was that feeling like? I was shocked. I was shocked because I'm like, it's easy. It's And and when I say easy, it's not that it's easy. It's just that literally I'm not spending 24 hours out of my day working to Mm -hmm. do this. This Mm -hmm. money is being made as I sleep. The sales are coming in as I'm talking to you, you know? And so- I'm like, this is amazing. It's amazing. And I'm darn sure I'm not making 20 grand with a fire department. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. Right. That's not going to happen.
0: Do you walk into work with a different air? Like, who, different y'all, who y'all talking about? Who <laughs> y'all talking to? What are we doing? I got options right. now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got options. I don't have to do this if I don't want to. You wow. know, so it makes you. You know, makes you move a little differently. Yeah. But it just it just opened my eyes to what my husband felt. Yeah. You know, what his circle of friends feel on a, on a daily basis. It's like, dang, this is amazing. There's yeah. no cap to this. Yeah. And when I realized that, it just made me even move differently with my business mm. because I'm like, I'm not satisfied with this. We made 20 this month. We got to make 30 next month. Mm. And so I literally just kept setting goals for myself. And every single month, we made more and more mm. and more money. And so June of this year, yeah. i made my first hundred grand in a month i, in the I remember days. seeing
0: it on the on the gram i said that is it, yo here's the thing because it wasn't like i was following you super closely but i was like yo i know she just started that joint not too long <laughs> ago and she had a hundred grand this month yep
1: we were eight months in we were eight months in and i made my first hundred grand and it was it was so freaking exciting we documented that day yeah. because we saw the sales we saw where we were and we were like it's gonna happen today yeah.
0: why what happened what was surrounding that day
1: Nothing was surrounded that day. It was literally just where we were. We saw where our sales were. Mm. And so I actually worked the day I got off of work that morning that we hit the hundred grand mm. and I called one of my shooters and I was like, I need for you to document this day for me because I know I'm going to hit a hundred grand today. So I'm getting off of work. I need you to get me getting off of work. Hold on.
0: Hold on. How do you know you're going to hit? a? Okay. What'd you do the day before? I was
1: at work. But I'm so oh, excited in terms of business were.
0: sales, the day before
1: it was it's 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 rolling. So I knew where I was sale wise. I know how much I pretty much make on a daily basis mm-hmm. on average. Right. And so I saw, say I was at 97k. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make 3k tomorrow. I know I'ma make hundred grand. Mm-hmm. So it was. Let me document this. So I literally just started watching, and of course the promotion, we rev that mess up. Yeah. So it was. I have a marketing um, manager. Her name is City. Shouts out to City. Talk mm-hmm. of the city is her IG. Oh, that's my homie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love City. So literally, and we gotta talk about that too. Mm-hmm. My team, because Please. this right here is all. It ain't just me.
0: Yeah, I was. I was definitely about to ask because you're still working a full time job. Still working a full time job. And I was hoping you weren't slaving out these little babies at your house, like <laughs> girl, fold that. What? <laughs> We're a Lil Riley. Goodness gracious. Oh, listen, it
1: was a whole family affair. (laughs) Everybody up there working. All four of us working. But City just ramped up the marketing. Mm. She ramped it up. We made sure that everybody knew what was on the site. Mm. We didn't even run any sales. She just did her part with the social media posting. Mm. I did my part on my page. She did her part in the Body Envy page. We ran the email campaigns. We sent out the text messaging blasts. Mm. And so we knew it was going to happen. And so we literally the entire day was dedicated to hitting this 100K. Mm. And so when we got to and oh, and this is a thing. Every Friday I do a new release. Right. It was Friday.
0: Oh, gotcha. You like, oh yeah, we're running it up.
1: We're running it up. I knew I was dropping a new set that Friday and the set was dope. And we had been promoing the set throughout the week, you know, building that anticipation for Friday Mm. at noon when the set was going to drop. Right, right, right. So that set dropped at noon and we sat. I was at home. City was at my gym and we sat in front of our computers just watching the sales come in, watching Mm. them come in. And we got to like 99.7, you know, and she called me and we hit it on the phone together.
2: Mm, 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 mm.
1: And that feeling was crazy. Wow. And how
0: many months in was this? This
1: was eight months
0: in. Eight months in. Eight months in. So take me back to after 20, you're like, okay, next month we got to hit more. We got to hit more. We got to hit more. When did it stop being just organic sales and you really focus on the marketing?
1: So... We stopped focusing organically. Let's see, maybe seven months in? No, 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 no. no we were still organic when we hit the hundred k. Really? We were still organic. I didn't start running ads until after that. Shouts out
0: to Leon Go Trends. Wow. Shouts out to Go Trends. If yeah. you ever been to a social proof conference, you got the ads from Leon. Okay, and Leon's running yours, right? He's running mine okay. Too. Yeah. Okay. Shouts Love out to Leon. Love Leon,
1: y'all. Go Trends. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, so, and that was one of my things, too. So, Jason had always been urging me to run these ads. Mm-hmm. You know, ads cost. Yeah. I didn't want to spend the money.
0: But but it's uh, technically all extra bread. It like Because you still got it. Tra- I
1: couldn't, I could not conceptualize that stability thing it was like okay my account looks nice over here Mm -hmm. and he was like telling me you know you'll probably have to start off with 10 grand a month running these ads and in my mind i'm like that's gambling (laughs) (laughs) what if i don't make any money off this 10 grand that's 10 grand wasted And, and you know he's run the ads run the ads Same thing, like trying to get me to come sit with you. He kept on trying to get me to hook up with Leon. Nope, I'm not ready, not ready, not ready. So we, we did hit the 100K organically, only doing what we do on our own, which was a blessing. But then when I saw that, I'm like, I got to try these ads because if we could do that on our own, imagine what we could do running these ads. Mm -hmm. And so I got with Leon that same after we hit that in June. That was June of this year. I got with Leon and that has been a whole nother situation with him. And now I'm able to see, you know, just how you can just reach everybody. Yeah. You know, and you can't just rely on your organic following. That only goes so far.
0: But it took you pretty far, though. It did.
1: It did. (laughs) But I did influencer marketing, too.
0: Okay, yeah. Walk walk me through that. Walk me through that
1: um, you know just in our gym we have a lot of influencers that come yeah. through so i would give them free sets mm-hmm. here can you put this on for promo they would do it mm. and then i um actually have somebody iman Shouts out to iman iman actually finds influencers for me on ig
0: so iman is iman an influencer or is she no, like no. so she finds influencers she negotiates the deal
1: she negotiates the deal she finds the mm. influencer she'll send the influencer to me what do you think about her i'll go to her page look at it look at her engagement see if it's mainly men if it's mainly men engaging i don't want her because it's women that buy my stuff for sure so i'm like no they're engaging with her because of whatever she's posting it's men go to the next if i approve then she starts reaching out starts doing the negotiations that sort of thing um and i was doing that
0: give me a range of what you're paying for an influencer like range I guess from zero right but the lowest dollar amount that you paid and up to the highest
1: the lowest I've paid is 600 Mm. 600 for a post and this particular person had 2 million followers Mm. and so I paid the 600 she did nothing nothing no nothing in terms of she didn't promote it or it's just promoted it it just did not do well her audience was not for what she was promoting
0: yeah don't be fooled by the numbers don't be
1: fooled by the numbers (laughs) don't be fooled by them and so the most I've spent is five grand. Mm-hmm. And that was on Jada um, Cheeves, little baby's oh. girlfriend. That was amazing, really? that was amazing. What made you want
0: to spend the five? How did you know? that was gonna come back?
1: Her influence. Mm. I was willing to gamble that. Yeah. You know, You know. I, I had to learn during this year that I've been in business, that you have to reinvest in your business. Mm. You have to. Got to. And you have to take those gambles. And so I'm like, I'm making money, but I know she has the power to make me even more money. That 5,000 I spend with her is gonna make me 20,000 or mm. more. And even if they don't buy, they're gonna at least, she's gonna bring a new following yeah. to that page, to my yeah. Body Envy page. Yep. So they might not buy today, but they'll buy eventually. For
0: sure,
2: for so sure. So either way
1: I'm gonna capture them at some point mm. and when I tell you the video she posted it was so you how she did it herself you know yeah. it wasn't anything like you know she put a lot of effort into it right, right. but it did so well mm. it did so well we sold that set out she brought thousands of new followers to the body envy page mm. and, and
0: did, did you run ads with that particular video I did not no
1: I couldn't because of the song that she used but I'm a user again don't worry <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who else who else was a good uh, a good uh you don't have to tell me what they pay unless you you know you really wanna help our audience with that. <laughs> but but their numbers might be private, I don't know. But who else did you pay and it really worked? To be
2: honest,
1: really just her. Really? Really just her. I used the girl um can't even tell you what her name is right now um little caucasian girl she has a nice little following whatever she posted nice picture professional picture she did okay mm-hmm. and i spent 2,500 with her mm-hmm. but not too bad um i made the money back right but the difference between she and jada jada world got that apart. seasoning she got that Listen, sauce she got that sauce <laughs> right if anybody you if you use jada mm-hmm. you're gonna make you're gonna definitely get back what you spent wow. mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Oh, and um, do, is, do you make that a normal practice? Like, is it like, yo, know, you get an influencer every month or what?
1: No, I actually haven't used an influencer since I used her. Really? Um, I actually need to get back into that. I've mm. actually taken a little break from it because it's such a gamble with the influencers. Yeah. You know, you see what you see and you automatically feel they got X amount of followers. They got these comments. They have these likes. They yeah. should be able to bring value to your, your brand. But they don't always. Yeah, for sure. You know, and so i took a little break from that but iman's still working Mm -hmm. so she's sending me some people so i'm actually getting ready to use kyle's sister kyle you familiar with her Mm -mm. so who's kyle i don't know that's her instagram oh that's her instagram kyle's sister yeah that's her instagram name and um whose girlfriend is she um moneybag yo
0: okay moneybag okay
1: moneybag yo's girlfriend what
0: she won you know
1: yeah you gotta sign a contract with her really you gotta sign a four-month contract with her sixteen thousand dollars
0: you better have your business together,
1: <laughs> Kyle's sister. Okay. I
0: she like got it that. together.
1: But you know what? When you find influencers that have that sort of setup, mm. they know their worth. Yeah, for sure. And so it helps you to know, like, I might spend this 16 racks for her, but she's going to bring that back yeah. 10 times over. She mm. knows that, which is why she's able to ask for that amount and make you sign a contract for
0: her. I like that. I like yeah. that. I so like it's, that. So it's
1: worth it in the end. And, you know, I just... I really had to learn, you can't sit back and penny pinch. Yeah. If you want your business to grow, you're gonna have to invest in your business. 100%. You're
0: gonna have to. 100%. So tell me how you built the team. First, um, slaving out your children. Okay, which I, <laughs> <laughs> which I can just imagine, right? Mommy, my fingers hurt. I don't wanna put it in the back. So how, like, how did you start to build a team?
1: So the marketing aspect was done four days in. Mm. Literally, when I launched, um, City reached out to me four days in. Mm. She just shot her shot basically. Yeah. She was in a DM and she was like, "Did you hey. know her?" I knew her just from being around Atlanta because she used to be a trainer. Right. So I knew her just from the fitness industry. Mm. Didn't know much about her, mm. but I knew she was like doing this marketing thing because Jason told me that in her stories, you know, she was putting a lot of marketing advice out mm. there. He kept telling me, "Go look at her stories. Go look at her stories." Gotcha. I'm hard headed, so I wasn't listening. I'm like, "I'm gonna look at her
0: stories." You did not be listening to your husband. <laughs> (laughs)
1: I gave him such a hard time, and then when I do listen, it turns out so well, and he's like, I told you. (laughs) We hate to hear that. You already know that. (laughs) So when she reached out to me, I'm like, dang, we were just talking about you. Mm -hmm. And she came so correct, it was her offer was to be put on a probationary period. Mm. She was like, just give me a chance. I think I can really bring value to your business. She said, I know you're busy. You got XYZ going on. Mm. You don't have the time to devote to the emails, the posting, responding to the DMs, responding to the emails, creating campaigns. You don't Mm. have the time for it, and I didn't. Mm. I didn't, I knew that. So I said, all right, I'll put you on a probationary period. And her fee was so modest. Mm. I'm like, I can't lose. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I get out of shot. I can't lose. Right. So I gave her a shot. She took my business to another level. Mm. The consistency that she had with the post from just the, the graphics, the captions, you know, the captions draw people in. Her captions yeah, were so dope. Sure. The captions being able to respond to them. Um, at that time, I was still handling the emails and they had mm-hmm. me stressed. Really? She took over that from me. Wow. Um, actually, the campaigns that we were run. So, you know, when I first started this, I looked at it as my little side business. That's what I call mm-hmm. it by It's just my little side business because right. I didn't know it was going to do what it did. <laughs> <laughs> I had no clue it was going right. to do what it did. So it was just my little side business and that's what I called it. And then it became bigger than my career. Yeah, It's not my little side business anymore. But she helped me to see that thought process was wrong. So she would come to me and say, hey, we need to start running this campaign, this St. Patrick's Day campaign. And I'm Mm. like, it's January. Why are we running a St. Patty's campaign? And she's Mm. like, well, she went into the store, in the dollar store, and she showed me they had all this St. Patty's Day stuff. Mm. She said, we're going to market like the big companies market. If Macy's is running a sale for this particular holiday, we're going to start, we're going to follow suit. Yeah. And we're going to run it like Macy's does. And that's what we started doing. Mm. So we started preparing like the you big. You got to have somebody think care. like
0: that on your team.
1: Got to. Got to. Wow. And she was a game changer for me because I didn't understand that. Marketing yeah. is her specialty. It's not mine. Yeah. And I realized that that's not my area of expertise. That's why I hired you yeah. to do this part for me. And she was doing it. Mm. And so the three months came and went. <laughs> <laughs> and she said to me, um, So is there, am I still hired? Is there anything? And I'm like, well, I didn't tell you anything else. Right. And she, you know, we laughed about it and I gave her a raise. She didn't have to ask for it. I'm like, your value is, you you bring so much value to me and to my business. And so I gave her a raise twice over.
2: Mm. And
1: now every time we hit 100K every single month, she gets a bonus every single time we hit it. it.
0: I love it.
1: You know, so I make her excited to do, and then I make yeah. her feel like it's not just it's us. Yeah. You know, she's she's she makes body envy for sure. So I have her, and then of course we have Leon with the ads, right. and then I have my web team, which Continental G heads that. Okay. So he now has, what's the what's the web team do? He handles the website. He handles. I have an app as well. So mm. he. Design the app, anything that I need done back office, he mm. handles that for me. Gotcha. In terms of web design. Gotcha. Um, and I ended up having to hire a full time employee mm. who is my niece. Oh wow. And she's a college student, so it works out perfectly. Um so she handles all the shipping for me. Because mm. that's where the slavery she came right in. <laughs>
0: Does she do all the shipping herself?
1: Yes. That's a lot. Everything, but she has it down to a T.
0: She got a system. She
1: has a system down. So when I try to hire more help, she's like, no. I have my system. I know how it needs to be done. And she does it. Wow. I don't touch any of that stuff anymore mm. because it was really cute initially when we yeah. first started slaving right. you know jason's record and i'm up i'm getting off from work six o'clock in the morning six thirty i'm walking through the door i'm going straight upstairs yeah. to start shipping out orders yeah. real cute at first right right and then it got very very right. overwhelming <laughs> right, right, right. very overwhelming and so i realized i needed the help and sure. so my team just consists of them that's it yeah wow mm-hmm. wow
0: so what like what what's going on through your mind i mean like five, six months in while you're working. Is it, let me hit a number and then I'll quit? Or what is your plan at this point?
1: So it's not even based on numbers Mm -hmm. because I have far exceeded, I make more a month than my entire salary for the year with the fire department. Mm. So the numbers, I could have left a long time ago. But when you're working towards a pension, I'm 18 years in. If I were to leave, if I I had left, say in June, Mm -hmm. those 18 years would have gone down the drain. Mm. So the plan is... March
0: of this year of 2021 2021,
1: to run my numbers the way we operate whatever rank you're in whatever salary that is you have to work three years making that salary for it to apply towards your pension Mm. so March of 2021 will be three years of me being a battalion
0: chief gotcha so explain pension I never really had like a real job like that (laughs) I worked as a server So you got, like walk me through like pensions and how this stuff works.
1: Yeah, so basically it's just guaranteed money for the rest of your mm-hmm. life. When you turn 50 years old, oh, dang. that money is paid to you on the first of every month for the rest of your life. Right. And then when you pass away, it goes on to your spouse. Mm. So that's what most people are working for. Yeah. Their entire life, they're working for that pension. And that's what I was working towards sure. my whole career was working sure. towards that pension. So now I see that there's other ways besides mm-hmm. just the pension. Yeah. But I don't want to throw away the time... That that I put in, of course, of course. You know, so yeah. now that the game plan is, and I'm, I'm actively working towards it, I can't mm. wait.
0: <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> we can gotta <laughs> have a party. We gotta have a party. Yes. We gotta have a party, have a party man. Party. Goodness we gracious. Have a party. This, this story, it, like, it's so electrifying. Like the person who had a job for 18 years and or 19 years, it will be, mm-hmm. and like you just throw something against the wall almost like yo I'm just going to I'm just going to give it a shot I'm going to be intentional about it I'm going to get focused build it yeah and it's built and it just it just goes crazy first year
1: goes crazy first year goes crazy beyond my expectations yeah. like I told you it was my little business I was cool with in my mind I'm like I might make maybe another 5 grand a yeah. month you know just you know it'd be cute to be mm. a little extra income or whatever I did not know it was gonna turn mm. into what it is. And so, you know, I'm losing money every twenty every third day when I have to work those that 24 hour shift, I'm losing mm. money at this point. Yeah. And so it just doesn't make sense for me to continue taxing myself because yeah. the job is stressful. For sure. You don't know what you're gonna encounter that shift, you don't know if you're gonna get any sleep that mm. shift. And then the different calls that you run, it's stressful. Yeah, for sure. I can alleviate that. Yeah, I can be home and available when the kids have certain things going on. I've yeah. missed things over the years because I got to go to work and mm. I got to work 24 hours. Yeah. I don't want to have to do that. I want to yeah. be able to say, hey, if I want to go out of town, I can do that. I don't have mm. to ask for permission to be yeah. on. You know, I, under, I see how freeing it is to work for yourself.
0: Yeah. What, what, was the, what were the challenges in terms of the wifely duties of like, because you're used to, you know, you're there for 24 hours. Then you're off. You might, you know, keep the house together, things of that nature. What was the strain on you as you the wife? in terms of holding down the household. Was there any challenges?
1: Oh, heck yeah, it was stressful. Because I'm gone 24 hours. Get home, the house is a mess. I didn't leave it this way. Mm. So you talking about
2: <laughs> drill sergeant mode. Let
1: me tell you something, David. Uh. I would walk in the house, right, and I would hear Jason upstairs, feet just going, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why are you up? It's 6.30 in the morning, he's cleaning. He's up straightening up what they did, he and wow. the kids the night before, because he knows <laughs> I'm gonna be on the war path when I come to the door, because I'm like, I didn't leave the house like this. Why is it like this Great. in a day? You know, and I'm 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 a stickler for mm. organization and yeah. cleanliness. And so if I were coming if I come in the house and there's dishes in the sink, I can't rest. I can't go upstairs, take a shower, and take a nap. Right. I gotta clean my house. Yeah. And so that on top of just being tired. Mentally exhausted from the bad calls that we would run yeah. and just the mental aspect of trying to cope with what you've seen yeah. during that shift to now I got to come home and I got to turn all that off because yeah. nobody wants to hear about that in my household, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want to bring that to them. Yeah. And so turn that off now. And now I got to be mom and we got practices to get to yeah. and we got games to get to. And I got to go to the gym and teach my class because right. it's Saturday morning. Right, I'm tired, right, but I still got to right. go teach my class, you know, and then we got to go show X28 videos, mm. you know, it was so much, and
0: then we had body envy on top of all of that.
1: It was so much, and so I ended up hiring a housekeeper mm-hmm. because I'm like, I don't have time to clean this house. Yeah. I started hiring meal prep companies to make food for, mm. the, for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> they ate it, so they're like, don't order us meal prep. No, <laughs> no, uh, My son right. started cooking. <laughs> He's 12, he started cooking dinner because he's like, no, I don't want it. Mm. But just the time factor, I was just spread so thin. And so even with Body Envy, you know, it became more of a chore to get stuff done. And that's when I realized, like, I needed to hire my niece full-time. She was assisting me. Yeah, for sure. But she wasn't full-time. And so I'm like, I got to take that burden off of me completely and just give it to her. Gotcha. And I have a problem at times releasing responsibility. Because I'm like, is it going to go right? Because guess what? It's my name at the end of the day. So if a mistake is made, it's going to be she made that mistake. Yeah. Not her crew. Right. (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) It's her. She did it, you know. And so I had to just relinquish some of the responsibilities yeah. and say, "Hey, I trust that you're going to go, you're going to handle things the way, yeah. you know, I need like I'm doing it." Yeah. And and they do. They yeah. do. So now, you know, these all these months later, everything just runs well. Yeah. I still, you know, select the pieces. Mm-hmm. I'm still the face of my brand. Yeah. I tried to get away from that too. That didn't work. Why? My, the followers, they want me. Yeah, but I'm saying, why
0: why did you try to get away from being the face?
1: It's more responsibility. Yeah. I have to shoot the content personally. You know, I can't be behind the scenes, you know, directing. I've got to be the face of it. Right. And I got to make sure the content is done. No matter if I have the time to do it, if I'm tired, it doesn't matter. We got to go to a location. We have to shoot. We got to put these clothes on, do something to this hair (laughs) and shoot this product, you know? And we gotta find a way to make it innovative. Yeah. You know, make it cool, make it fun, make people want this. Yeah. And so. Um,
0: what is the sauce? What is your. Because there's a. I mean, anybody that's watching this, and it probably will, they'll go to Alibaba, type in athletic wear or whatever. What is the like the the, the secret sauce behind body by envy? Is it body by envy or body envy? Body envy. Body envy. What is the secret sauce? Like, what do you think your gift is?
1: I think my gift is just making this my line look super cool. Yeah. And you know, my thing is pull up, hop out.
0: Oh, Damn. with the car, you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm a pull up. I'm a hop out. I'm a twirl. I'm gonna spin. You're mm-hmm. gonna get every angle pan. You're gonna see mm-hmm. every little detail of the outfit. So not only do I make it look good, mm. but I'm going to accessorize it too. Yeah. So it's not just active wear. You don't just go to the gym in it. Yeah. You see, I got it on right now yeah, yeah, with some sure. boots, some jewelry. I can go to a lunch date right now. I can go to dinner if I want mm. to. I can go shopping and look great and yeah. get compliments all day. What is that you have on? Oh, this is what it is. So I let them see that it's a lifestyle line.
0: Gotcha. So most people, they just if it's if it's athletic, they just... They think we're gotta, working out and working out.
1: I got to be fit to wear your stuff. No, mm. you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. And that's why we even expanded the sizes. And I love when I call them my envy gang, my mm-hmm. customers, when they send in their pictures and you have a larger figured woman wearing the stuff yeah. because it shows like you don't have to be in shape to wear this. Yeah. Put this on. You're going to feel great. Mm-hmm. Go out there. You're going to receive the compliments. And that's where the, the name body envy came from, because when you see somebody in it, it's like, I got to have it. Yeah, got to have it.
0: So you feel like your your sauce is the way you're painting the picture of the brand. The
1: way I'm painting the picture of the brand, I make it fun. I make it cool. You know, the way I put the pieces together. Literally, I will have customers that wear it just like me. Yeah. From the shoes to the or, accessory. <laughs> I mean, everything. Wow. They will ask, what are those shoes that you have on? Mm. Go get them. And they're going to wear it just like that. When they submit wow. their pictures, they look just like the picture that we put out or the video that we put out. Mm. Yeah. And so That's not dope. only are you That's giving dope. them the look, you giving them the whole swag. I mean, yeah. everything everything yeah. and so I think you know people have to they have to buy into you mm-hmm. I wear this all day every day too and so it's like she really she this is not just something she's putting out there just to make money like this is what I wear mm-hmm. and I wear it everywhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> everywhere <laughs> is it
0: hard uh you've been in business for how long now
1: what is this 13 months
0: 13 months mm-hmm. you have figured out some things about business and your husband is an entrepreneur Yeah. so you, I'm sure your husband's gonna suggest some things that you don't agree with is it hard taking advice now?
1: It's still hard taking advice from him. Yeah, I don't know why Is it the is. advice or is it
0: just, it's him? Like the, the boy I didn't pick up when he was a kid <laughs> and we're together now.
1: I think it's him. Some, this is my thing. So sometimes I don't want to talk about business. Mm-hmm. If we're out, like we, we were bowling the other mm-hmm. night, right? So everybody's there. You got him 500, his wife.
0: You oh, you in the world. That's what we do. Right. That's what we talk hey, about. When
1: y'all get around each other, what do y'all do? <laughs> I talk business. Exactly, I talk business. I don't want to talk business. I just want to <laughs> hang out. I want to hang out. I'm chilling. He calls me over. Maddie is there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Shout out to Maddie. Shout out to Maddie. Hey, come over here, Alani. Let's talk to Maddie. I'm like about what? About business. <laughs> I'm chilling right now. All right, all right. So I go over. So long story short. The conversation was very brief because in my mind, I didn't want to talk right Mm. now. I didn't want to. And he told me about it later on when we were driving home. He was like, you know, it just seems like anytime I recommend something, you got this look on your face and Mm. I cannot hide my emotions (laughs) on my face. (laughs) I didn't even know I was looking disgusted. He said, you were looking at me like you were disgusted. And I was like, I was?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want that to come out. That was inside.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it did. It did. And so I still find it hard to take advice from him. But when I do, it's success every single time, every single time. And so, you know, that's one of those things that I have to, I got to stop doing it. I got to get out of my own way with it because, you know, there's very powerful people within that circle. And so you can learn so much. So when opportunity presents itself when you're in the room with these individuals you got to soak some things up for
0: sure you have
1: to you can go back to talking and and and, you know playing the game later and i have to i have to get into that mindset of when you're around so much greatness and so many people who have been in the game doing what i mean maddie he's he's done the clothing line
0: 100 percent. Yeah.
1: why would i not sit down and talk to him why would i not yeah and so you know that's my goal my goal for you know moving into 2021 Mm -hmm. listen to the hubs a little bit more (laughs) Listen a
0: little bit more. Like, Jason, we could just run this back, okay? If you ever have any issues, be like, hold on, let's go straight back to the video. You said. I said, I'm
1: gonna do it. I'm gonna do
0: it. That's awesome. And I think it's so it's so dope, man, that you are just extremely transparent. Like, yo, I don't list my husband and I know it. Okay. I don't know everything about business. I don't even know why I'm here. I don't wanna teach nobody. I don't know. But I think there's so many gems that you drop just in the conversation of who you are that people can take away. I know I did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're literally painting a picture of how to wear your brand and how to live with your brand. And I don't do that. I'm like, y'all need to maybe how about the car a twirl? Twirl a little bit. How many takes do you take on those videos? One. One take One every take. time.
1: One take every time because the first time is always the most authentic. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, you can oh, yeah. tell. I put on a song that I'm feeling, pull up in the whip, <laughs> get out, he's panning, panning. He's the best cameraman ever. Who does it? Jason.
0: Jason. Does- I love it. <laughs> He's panning.
1: I'm get out. I'm twirling. I'm doing mm. my thing, and we're done with it. You yeah. know. But you know, one of the things too um, that I learned over the course of these thirteen months is adding to your platform as well. Um, you know, when I started the Shopify account initially, it was for the bands, mm-hmm. and I ended up adding the active wear to it, the athleisure wear, the lifestyle line to it. Yeah. And but I didn't realize all the different pieces you can add into your platform. Yeah. And I met up with Justin from um, Black Colleges.
0: Support Leah. Shout out. <laughs> Support black
1: colleges, Justin. Yes. That kid is
0: brilliant. What? That kid is brilliant.
1: And that was a piece of of advice that Jason gave me that I listened to. Mm. I did listen to it. I hit Justin on IG. I'm like, hey, you know, I just started my brand. Um, I know you've been doing this thing for a minute. I'd like to sit down with you and talk about some things. Justin was so accommodating. He showed up at the gym. Mm. We sat down in one of the back rooms. Justin looked at my Shopify and he was like, you don't even have these apps installed onto your page. My page is just bland. Literally, you just went on there and you clicked and you shopped. There was nothing to add value to the page to enhance what we had and give the customers just some extra additives Mm. from the back in stock app. When stuff is out of stock, you capture their email so that when it comes back in stock, they get an email, mm. boom, they go get they go get it. That's huge. That happens so often. I put something back on the site. It's gone within the first five minutes because of that back in stock app. Sheesh. Yeah. So you see it all the time when you're shopping, which I'm thinking in my mind, these brands have it because they're big brands. Right, right. Not right, realizing right. you can have it too. Yeah. Wheelio. When that wheel comes up and you it stops on a certain percentage off, you get a discount. I saw that.
0: Yeah. Okay. You yeah. have that?
1: I didn't install that only because Leon has it set up where people get discount codes anyway. Mm. So I didn't set a wheelio, but that was part of it. Right, right. Frequently um frequently add together was another app. Mm-hmm. So you know when you're shopping and you see you might click an item and then it shows you suggestions on what you should put right, with that. Right, right, I'm like this is brilliant. Mm. I didn't even know I could have that on my site. literally wow. gave me a list, even frequently asked questions. Mm. An app to install just so that those frequently asked questions just look better. Just mm. gives a better appearance. Just and he gave that to me for free, yeah. free game. Wow! I still hit him up now.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. I, I was uh, supposed to link with him uh, today. I'm mm-hmm. still trying to get together one him today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but shouts out to Justin, man. Yeah. Just, just a humble, just a humble person. Extremely,
1: and he didn't yeah. have to do that for me. Yeah. Even when it came to shipping, he saved me so much money with shipping. So much money with shipping. Mm. My products out.
0: All right, yeah, we're going to have a meeting with Justin. (laughs)
1: You got to. I'm
0: super motivated to sit down with Justin. I'm telling you, I'm telling you.
1: So, you know, just just being able to humble yourself and ask questions. Because, like I said, I'm new to this whole entrepreneur e-commerce game. I have nothing but... Space to learn, and mm-hmm. I know that. And so, while I can give you certain things that you know I'm doing, it's so much I know I'm not doing yet. Yeah. But I will. Absolutely. I will.
0: So, I, a couple more questions. I, I'm, I'm starting to get into this mental space of I, I I'm, I'm going to be looking. I'm looking for a therapist because there are like some things that go on in my head that I just I think need to be corrected. Right. Mm-hmm. For instance, my my emotional IQ. I think it helps me because. I, I don't get too high on highs and I don't get too low on lows. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm everything's gonna be okay at some point I'm cool mm-hmm. but I kind of want to tap into my feelings more so I'm looking for a therapist. Mm-hmm. In terms of your mental health, what are some things that that may be a gift and a curse or some things that you you struggle with that, you know because people look at you and they like they think perfection you know, yeah. you got this job, you got this business you got the, y'all just built an amazing home you got yeah. beautiful children, great marriage. What are the things that you struggle with?
1: I have a. Horrible temper.
0: Mm.
1: Horrible temper. Where it took years for me to not go from zero to one hundred like that. Really? And it stems from my childhood. So I come from a broken family. I come from a family of mental and physical abuse. And so that translated into just my entire my being as I grew up.
2: Mm. So
1: I didn't smile a lot. I would Really?
0: Yes. I would
1: physically do things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you put hands on Jason? I
1: did. <laughs> I'll fight him in a, <laughs> in a heartbeat. And he's looking at me like, stop it.
2: <laughs>
1: and be so angry. Oh be so angry. So yeah. angry. And so. Um, Did you like
0: just grow up fighting and it just kind of carried?
1: And you know, that's the thing. I I wasn't, I didn't grow up fighting. I just grew up angry. Mm. Grew up very, very angry and things just angered me very, very quickly.
0: Were you angry at the things that were going on in your life or you just angry with yourself or what?
1: I was angry with the things that went on in my life. And so that translated into my personality. Mm. And it took me years and I needed therapy. I didn't know I needed therapy, but I did. And it took me years to get to the place where I am now Now, I still will. I'll go off.
0: Jason, square up. (laughs) (laughs) Square.
1: He knows And not on him Mm -hmm. But if I feel like You are Disrespecting him Or my children Mm. I lose it Mm. I black out And I'm And I'm looking back later Like dang I said that I did that Wow Yeah So I'm able to control it More so now But that was one of the things That I really really struggled with Was controlling Controlling my emotions Yeah for sure And it was just um, Built up frustration From my childhood Seeing the different things That I saw Coming from a broken family Where there was physical And mental abuse That took place Um, I had a sister That ran away from home All the time you Mm. know, and so, and my family did well financially. Really? Very. So we did not struggle financially. We had everything we wanted. You know, we, we did very well financially, Mm. but the actual family dynamics, like I'll tell you this, like growing up with my dad, I grew up in a household with my father until my parents divorced and I was 16. He's always been a part of my life, but I never heard. I love you from him. Really? Never heard it from him. Now at 38 years old, We have built this relationship over the past year and a half that we should have built from when I was growing up Hmm. we have it now so when he tells me now he loves me every time it's like whoa just told me he loved me really every time it's shocking and I'm enjoying this relationship that we're building I love it but I didn't have that growing up with him and so to hear him say those words to me now it's every time he says it I tell Jason like dang my dad told me he loved me today
0: really like even now like today even today today
1: he told me he loved me last week
0: and then when what was the first time he told you I mean a year and a half ago but like what was the situation
1: we were just on the phone just talking on the phone and it used to be awkward talking on the phone to him because we just never had that bond although i grew up in a house with him yeah. and we were ending the phone call and he said i love you and it took me totally by surprise i was like i love you too and i called jason immediately like my dad just told me he loved me i can't believe he just told me i called my sister i can't believe dad just told me he loved me
0: did you ever notice that he never said it no you never noticed that he never said it until because, he said
2: it exactly and it's a shock
1: it was a shock because I never knew him to say it I didn't know anything any differently and so when he did say it I'm like I never heard this from him mm. and if I did hear it it was so few and far you know in between that it never registered never registered
0: so I'm thinking he said it because you might have had a conversation like that you never told me you love me
1: no he now, you know, and sometimes it takes people a longer period of time to realize the changes they need to make and the bonds they need to form and things like what's important to them. He sees that. And so he's a completely different person. He's Jamaican. And, you know, they have these very, very strong personalities and, you know, it's their way or no way, that sort of thing. But he has changed so much mm. over the years. And now to see who I see is, I love
0: it. Did you, like when he said it, did you say, hey dad, you know what? First time you told me you love me was the other day. Did you ever have that conversation? I didn't. Never. So so when he says it it's just another surprise. Yeah
1: every time. But now I find myself, I tell him first now too. You know, I don't wait for him to say it to me. Mm. You know, I let him know I love him too. And people wouldn't know that, you know. But because of that, I make sure, like with my own children, oh, they hear it nonstop. Yeah. You know, I'm so physical with them. You're gonna get hugs all day. You're gonna get kisses all day. You're gonna know I love you. There's never a day that's gonna go by that you don't hear me say that several times a day to you.
0: And you put more sauce on it because you never heard it. Because I never heard it. Yo, You know, some people would make the connection between maybe like an a, a tough relationship with your father and it's finally coming to a head and and now everything else is blossoming because maybe there's a there was an undealt with situation as a childhood and maybe freed you in some areas I
1: think it did I think it did because like I said I I was so angry and I knew why I was angry I knew I was angry just because of just my entire upbringing I knew that and we you know my sisters nine. there are eight of us in total um three older siblings from my mother's first marriage there are three from my dad my dad's son that he had with his mistress and then my mm. father's remarried now and so I have a little brother with them who's 18 he's mm. the youngest and but my my sisters they're twins and one of them I'm really close to and we talk all the time about just our childhood and things that went on and things of that nature and you know you you know why because she was the same way angry violent we were the same way we are very very much alike and we know why we're this way, and she's having these same breakthroughs with my dad as well.
0: Amazing. And
1: so you know, we were talking all the time, like, "Dang, you talked to dad today?" Yeah, she actually went to lunch with him the other day. That's the first time she's ever. She's forty-two. That's the first time she is at ev- forty-three now. Ever sat down with my dad alone at lunch, just to really? Yes. And I was. She was like, you know, it was awkward initially, but then it just really turned into a nice lunch. At forty-three.
0: Mm. So how how about your mom? How's the relationship with your mom?
1: We've always been really close with her. We're so close with her. If you were to hear our conversations, you would probably be like, you talk to your mom like that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we have to like tell people when they're around us like you know we say shut up and stuff you know it's like we're not being disrespectful you know and she's 78 so she's older she's she's 11 years older than my father she's older but we've always been super close she's always always created that channel where we could tell her anything Mm. like growing up if i wasn't going to school if i was going to skip school that day i didn't sneak up like i'm not going to school today we're going x y you were going here instead you know and she was like okay you know she would Mm. rather me tell her than sneak and do things yeah for sure and so it's still like that to this day you know i can talk to her about anything very very close relationship now i will say we didn't hear i love you a lot from her either really Mm -mm. no didn't hear that a lot we didn't we didn't grow up in a household we heard i love you a lot
0: how has that affected your relationship maybe your current relationship you know like well i mean that's all you really know for a long time Mm -hmm, right but mm how did that affect your relationship were you were you ever hesitant to say I love you or was you were you like more intentional about the I love you's
1: I've always been more intentional about them because I didn't hear it Mm. and I know how important it is to hear that Mm. sometimes you need that validation you need to know you know and I know actions speak louder than words but those words mean so much and so I'm so intentional with letting those that I do love know I love you Jason's not gonna go a day without hearing those words from me same with him I'm always gonna hear it from him him, my kids you know you're gonna hear it yeah and so yeah it just made me open up more so in that capacity
0: wow maybe you want to go home and tell my daughter i love her <laughs> just to make sure I, I don't remember if i said it today <laughs> no all right okay we gotta be intentional so alani thank you so much i really what does alani mean
1: i don't know you don't know that's that a cool crazy? name. I have tried. It's Hawaiian. My name is Halani Kalua Hawaiian. Really? Yeah. My mom had a Hawaiian friend. Her name was Halani Kalua. and she named me after her. I have tried to figure out what my name means. You know, I cannot find
0: it. It's a cool name. Thank you. Hey, if you're watching this, are you like you're from Hawaii or something, and you like recognize the name? Just DM her. Let her Please know.
1: Please
0: tell me what my name. Help her is. with her roots. <laughs> 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 but thank you so much again. I think your your story is just so important thank and. You. I appreciate you really just coming on to be your authentic self. And I think other people can appreciate that too. Okay? I hope so.
1: You know what? This turned out to be really good. Yeah. I'm happy See, that I, I said came. See, yesterday, I, I too. told you. Like you, you did, you <laughs> did. I'm happy that I came. Thank you so much for having
0: me. Absolutely, absolutely. Well let let the people know how they can find you.
1: So you can find me on Instagram. I am Mrs. MRS, the number two weeks out. I am on Facebook as well as Helani Lobdell. I'm never on Facebook, though. And
0: then
1: <laughs> check out my line, you guys, The Body Envy. It's The Body Envy, and it's in Nancy, V as in Victor, on Instagram. The website is TheBodyEnvy.com. Check it out.
0: Y'all do affiliate links? Not Jason, yet. we got affiliate links? <laughs> <laughs> some affiliate links on it. Now, listen, go buy <laughs> Uh, some body, body, and I'm actually, when I get home, I'm going to order some stuff for my wife because um, it don't does look it super fly. She's going to kill it. She's pregnant right now, too. You got some pregnant? Yeah. How many
1: months?
0: She is. um 23 weeks oh so
1: she's showing
0: yeah congrats
1: 23 you know weeks, what you yep. have a girl yeah
0: another one yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah
1: that's awesome congratulations
0: yeah i am excited i am excited we still oh we go. gonna we're gonna go get something to balance out this house a boy dog or something <laughs> we need we're <laughs> yeah, gonna balance something out
1: it's just you <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> you're absolutely. On an island by yourself
0: Look, <laughs> like, do me a fa- oh oh okay so i gotta ask another question okay i like to make predictions on the podcast so where do you see yourself, your business, um, your personality? Like, where do you see yourself in the next five to ten years, so that I can watch this in five to ten years and say, "Wow, Hilandi was on the show. She actually did what she said she was going to do five, ten years ago."
1: I see body envy being bought mm. for millions. Mm.
0: You know, Supreme just sold for a billion. That's crazy. Ugh. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah
1: I see that for myself. Yeah, I see that from from what I've been able to do pretty much on my own. Mm-hmm. I haven't even tapped into so many other resources to elevate my brands coming but I haven't even tapped into it and I just know what can be done on a grander scale
0: alright mm. y'all better buy it now because every year it gets more and more expensive <laughs> alright get some um, get some like some deep clothing words together okay I'm about to do a little commercial for myself okay <laughs> Make sure you join. the this, this episode is always sponsored by The Morning Meetup, the morning meetup, the only community where entrepreneurs gather every single morning, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we grow together. We network with each other. We learn how to start and grow, scale our businesses. Um, we have a different theme every month. This month was content creation. Next month, I think, is uh, getting your financial house in order, so we'll go through branding. I don't know what month it is right now, but we gather every single day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m., to nine a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you tap in. You could try you could try it for a dollar. See if you like it. If you like it, stay. If not, you can leave. But go to the morningmeetup.com. Okay. So Halani, I want to say thank you thank for joining you. us. And I need you to close us out strong.
1: Oh, the pressure, <laughs> the pressure. I mean, I think that the, the biggest takeaway for me with this, with coming on board with this whole entrepreneur world is to invest in your brand, invest in your brand, invest in your business. And there's no ceiling, there's no cap to what you can do with your brand. Mm. And when you know that, it just makes you move differently. It makes you operate differently and never get comfortable yeah. because being comfortable breeds complacency. And when you get complacent, you stop planning, you stop planning, you're going to fail.
0: Mm. Say that one more time. Being comfortable breeds complacency.
1: Breeds complacency. When you get complacent, you stop planning. You stop planning. You're setting yourself up to
0: mm. Can't close it out no better than that. Make sure you follow Miss Two Weeks Out. Support the brand, okay? BodyEnvy.com? Yes, the body, body TheBodyEnvy.com. Make sure you go support. All right, we are out of here. Love y'all. Peace.